Welcome to the Power Women in Insurance Show with your host, Teresa Kitchens. Join us as we laugh, talk about hard issues, support each other, and make our industry and our world a better place. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode of the Power Women in Insurance podcast. This week, we're talking to somebody a little bit different. We're talking to the owner of Little Dog Social Media, Danielle Willits, and she helps agencies across the country be able to rock their social media presence and be able to take a lot of work off their plate. So I knew that that would be a perfect opportunity for us to be able to get to know her and how she can help women as we grow our insurance careers. Danielle, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to talking with you about all the many things that we can help you with in the social media platforms. Well, you know, and that's one thing. I think the term social media scares people because it's constantly changing. There's so many new things. There's so much to do. It's such a constant thing. Tell me how you came into your business, a little dog social media, helping people with their social media. How did that come about? Well, it was actually 10 years ago, I started Little Dog Social Media. And when I started it, I was like, I want a fun name. So that's how I came up with Little Dog. And we had just got a little chihuahua at Christmas time. So um, one of my kids said, how about Little Dog Social Media, helping all the, the, the little dogs out there, um, not helping the big corporations, you're just helping the, the hometown, um, hometown businesses with their insurance, with their, with their social media. And, um, and I said, okay, that started out well. So we, we started here in our local town, um, just going around door to door, grassroots, getting some customers. And then um, we found an insurance agent in our town and he needed, um, believe it or not, 10 years ago, a website and a Facebook page created, which was, you know, which was a lot of fun. Um, so it was like, we're going to create a Facebook page. Woohoo, you know? <laughs> and um, so from that, um, he really liked his website. He liked his social, he liked his Facebook page. That was the only thing that existed then, website and Facebook pages. Mm -hmm. um, so we helped him do that. And we started to work with him. And then he told one of his insurance friends. And then we did the same thing for him. And then he told another, then everybody just, they just started networking for us to say, hey, listen, this social media thing, there's going to be something to it. Um, and we have this person who knows how to make a Facebook page. Woohoo! It was like so exciting that somebody knew how to create a Facebook page back then. Um, so from there, we really started to work with agents on website development and Facebook pages. And um, when I look back at our content writing 10 years ago, boy, it was so simple and so different than, than what it is now. You know, now it's uh, everything is so quick and we have animated graphics. And um, even back then, I don't even think you could put pictures. It was just all words on, so on social media, no pictures. Um, so from there, we got about 10 insurance agents. And then um, we were like, wow, we like the insurance industry. That's our niche market. That's where we need to, that's where we need to be. There are so many insurance agents across the country that, could, that we could help. Um, and so we started to work with those insurance agents. They kept referring us to more and more and more. Then we got connected to some insurance carriers who recommended our services. And then we started on the conventions and we, we would go to conventions and we set up a table and we would meet lots of wonderful people. And, um, and that's really how we've grown our agency to work with over 800 agents across the country is through wow. networking 
and through going to conventions and meeting with people and, um, and providing a great customer service to those agencies that we work with. Um, so 10 years in, it's been a lot of fun. I have a staff of about 40. Wow. And um, working with us, at, with us at about 800 agents across the country just this month in May. I know we're actually on the last day of the month right now, but just this month in May, we actually did a new promo with our, with our agencies, educating them about Apple Maps and how to have their location claimed in Apple Maps and to make sure that your agency can be found via voice search. So, um, and letting them know that, hey, we can take care of that service with you, uh, for you. The other thing that we are, the new platform that we are providing is also Nextdoor, which is similar to Facebook, but different and um, much different to set up and to manage as a business. So being able to constantly change with the times to be able to provide services to our agents is we're looking out for them all the time. We're saying, hey, Apple Maps is something that you need. Um, we want to be able to provide this service for you. And, um, you know, it's not something that they're probably thinking about, but something that we're constantly looking at and changing with them as well. Um, I really enjoy um, working with agents and thinking of a marketing campaign that we're, that we can roll out and work together. That's a partnership, meaning that it's just not about having a social media post go on your page and that's going to make you a million dollars, right? So, um, you know, you just can't put a social media post out and think, oh, I'm going to talk about cyber coverage one time and, you know, I'm going to get 12 calls about cyber coverage. It doesn't work that way. So what are the supporting items that we can do to also promote a cyber program that might include, um, you know, getting a pop-up design for the website. It could be an email marketing blast. It could be having everybody in your agency with the same email signature that promotes cyber insurance for that month. Um, it's it's a lot of different things that we can incorporate into, um, into a whole campaign rather than just to say, oh, I'm going to put out a post on social media and hope that that generates some interest. Um, so those are the items that we like to help agents with is not just, you know, putting out content on social media, but putting out content and looking and understanding how that content is benefiting the agency. So that is, that's what we like to do. And, and also it's just not about, um, it's not about all of your insurance products all the time and selling, 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 which we love to do. We love to see that ROI come in the door, right? Like I just read that, you know, one of my agents or one of my uh, groomers just posted in our work from home group that, um, you know, they had ran a pet insurance ad and they had, you know, the agent had just called them this morning and said that they had five pet insurance um, requests in their inbox this morning when they came in from the ad from Facebook. So that was exciting. So we like to see those come in as well, but it's also leveraging your staff and their expertise and taking their pictures and, and, you know, and, and making sure that your company culture is portrayed on your social media, taking your Google reviews and making sure that they're shared frequently and letting people know that those Google reviews are there and the number one thing that I really love and that we see the most traction on is that personal pictures from the agency. So if we're talking about boat insurance, go out on a boat and take some pictures with your friends and let us incorporate that rather than stock photos. Um, so these are all things that we help the agencies do to create a better digital presence. And um, it's a lot of fun. We're passionate about it. Um, you know, just like with the women in insurance are passionate about selling insurance. We are passionate about 
insurance marketing and we, we love it. We are, we get ecstatic whenever we see success coming along. Um, and then of course, not to mention we love dogs. So, you know, uh, we can always talk about dogs, which we won't digress too far on this podcast about dogs, but, um, everybody that we work with is pretty much dog lovers and we, we love the cats too, but, um, we know that the, the, if we share pictures of dogs, they get traction. So, you know, anytime that we can share pictures of dogs or have any type of dog in the picture, um, they are great marketing efforts. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. So I think one of the scary things about social media, and I and I kind of touched on this a little bit, is just coming out of the content, figuring out what it is. So do you guys do the content creation as well? Or is it that the insurance agents come up with the content and then you put together the, the graphics around it? How does that generally work? We are we write the content. So we write the content uh, for each platform. So if it's going to go out on Facebook, um, it's geared towards that. It, it could be the same post that we put out on all the platforms, but it's written or geared differently towards each platform. So we take the we write the Facebook post and put it out on Facebook. Then on Instagram, we would change it a little bit of add the hashtags, we would shorten it if it needs to go out on Twitter, and then change that post to the audience on LinkedIn if we're going to use that on there too. I'm also a big fan of not sharing the same post on the same platform every day. So, you know, it's like, it's not like um, taking this post and saying, okay, this is going to Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter all on the same day. Like to mix it up a little bit, unless it's like a, you know, it's like it's a company event or something like that that's here and now. Um, I like to change it because I feel like a lot of people follow agents on multiple platforms. So they're just seeing that same content and they kind of tune out. So, um, so we write the content. Um, However, agents can tell us like, hey, I want cyber posts or I want vote insurance posts or I want sewer and drain post, or I want um, auto post or bundling posts. And, um, and then we can give the, we can give examples of those over to them. But generally, we write the post a month ahead of time, send those over to the agent for approval, they take a look at those, and then we schedule them accordingly. And then throughout the month, um, if anything comes up, or we need to put in different posts, we just do that, we use email to your account groomer, and they take care of it. So how do you guys work with that? Like, where do you see that a lot of people have the most traction for being able to get the most eyeballs as well as maybe the most responses? Because I know that a lot of being able to get seen is people responding and interacting with your posts. Where do you find, what social media outlets do you think insurance agents really need to be focusing on? Um, as far as like where you recommend being able to post on for utilizing your services. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. I really like, of course, Facebook, and not only on Facebook, but 
on your personal feed, on your feed, on your business feed, but um, groups in your area. So those are the, the groups and doing the, we call it the group work. We don't know how else to call it, but we call it the group work. Um, seek out those groups on Facebook and post as the agent on there or to answer questions, give it a like, or to just be involved in the Facebook groups creates a lot of engagement. We really like that. Of course, on Facebook, you have to do some boosting as well. Um, if you want to, if you have an ad and you, if you have a good personal picture that you want to post um, and you boost it, you're going to see a lot more traction. We actually had an agent that was celebrating 25 years with a carrier and um, they had their picture taken. We, she just sent us a picture and said, Hey, I'm celebrating 25 years with this carrier. And um, we made a nice graphic. We, we wrote the post, we tagged the carrier in it, which was awesome. So they, they were able to see that they did that as well. And we boosted it for like 20, bucks. Um, it reached like 5,000 people in the community had, you know, 17 or 18 comments on it. Um, that was a good ad spend, but it was a really thing with people congratulating. So a combination of those items, I think works really well. Um, on Instagram, same thing, um, you know, posting on Instagram, um, asking for those direct messages. People do DM on Instagram and ask for a quote. So that is really good. And then on LinkedIn, um, the way that we found that works best for LinkedIn, not only to take care of your personal LinkedIn. So we manage personal LinkedIn's for, for, for insurance agents going in and liking and commenting and just being involved in their, in their active feed to give it, you know, to give it presence um, as well as posting and send that over to the agent as well. And then we all, what we found for the company LinkedIn page is to put a post on the company LinkedIn page and then notify all the employees to share that post out into their content, into their feed, because more than likely you have a staff of five, six, seven, or eight people. Their LinkedIn is probably stagnant. They don't know what to post. They are like, I have no idea. So whenever we post the make a post on the company work, the company LinkedIn page and say, Hey, here's a resource for you. Here's a resource for you. All you got to do is to go and share this post out in front of your, and to all of your clients. Um, we see, we see that that is, is a good method to the madness to be able to keep the, the producers active in front of their, of their, of their audience, which we know they don't want to, right? We, we know that, you know, I mean, let's be honest here. They, they don't want to have to think about what do I go in and, and share on LinkedIn. Um, so we give them the resources to keep active on LinkedIn. I would say Facebook, Instagram, and then we have to talk about Google My Business. Google My Business and having your Google My Business listing claimed um, is so important. It's worth its weight in gold. You can, I mean, it will track how many people call you from, from the mobile devices, how many people are viewing it, how many times the... Um, how many times people are just looking for your agency. So from that, you're able to collect a lot of data every single month on and then make educated decisions based on your Google My Business. One of the things that we found was that if you, the more pictures you add to your Google My Business listing, the better response you're going to get. So um, it's recommended to actually have 100 pictures on your Google My Business listing. I wow. can probably bet that many people have two or three. Yeah, yeah. On their well, definitely business. nowhere near a hundred. That definitely nowhere near a hundred. I think I might have like eight. I don't know. I thought I was yes. doing pretty well. 
But no, 100. Wow, that's a lot. Yes. And what it Perfect does is though. it increases. You should have a, like a photo for like auto insurance and business insurance and life insurance and farm insurance. And what that does is it increases your views on Google My Business. So it's very important. We were seeing once we started adding more pictures to Google My Business, we were seeing views of like 2,500 views within like a short amount of time. So, um, so the Google My Business is very important. So I usually recommend Facebook, Instagram, Google My Business, and LinkedIn at the very at the very least. Those are my four. Those are my four favorite. Um, we're we're dabbling in the Next Door, which is good. The one thing about Next Door, as a free business listing on Next Door, you get two posts per month. Um, so you're kind of limited until you bop up to that next to the paid level, but. Again, lots of conversations are happening on Nextdoor that you're able to jump on and talk to and recommend. So I think Nextdoor is a valuable is a valuable resource. We don't do a lot on Pinterest, but I feel like there could be some opportunity there. I just have a couple agents on Pinterest, but you know, I think you know this is women and we are all on Pinterest, it seems like a lot. So it does seem like there is opportunity there, but um, we have not harnessed that. I think it's an entirety, but there is definitely room for opportunity there. Nice, nice. Now, as far as social media goes, that's one aspect, but I think, do you also help people to be able to do other things online to be able to maybe, um, like with videos, like do you take like, like maybe YouTube videos and then put them out on some of the things that you work with as well? Do you do that? Do you do uh, blogging or like other types of like email marketing? I mean, all these things are things that people not only have struggled with creating, but then getting out there, right? Like it, like creating, it's only part of that journey. Do you help people with those items? We do as well. Yep. We have a full staff of um, marketing and uh print and digital graphics. So we can help with email marketing from beginning to end, reporting on that data. We can help design yearbook ads. That's a very common one, yearbook ads, Um, banners. Um, I've helped agents with uh, setting up if they're going to go to be a a golf sponsor and um, at a, a local golf course with their signage. Anything and everything that you can think of. Um, recently, we helped. Um, we just helped agents with business cards. That was a, a promo that we had. It was business card promo, and um, we helped agents with their business cards. So, who needs business cards? How can we help that? We've helped agents with um, return address labels, um, window clings. You name it, we have helped them with with pretty much everything. And we we enjoy we enjoy creating an agency who was recently moving so we created the bulk email we created the new logo any any of that any of those items um, we can help and um, we can turn it around fairly quickly as well. Excellent, excellent. And you said you work with over eight hundred insurance agencies across the country. That is amazing. So that is that your main your main area of business? Have y'all really niched into that space? It is. We eat, breathe, and sleep insurance and social media 24-7. That's mainly what we're that's what we're thinking about all the time, watching the trends, looking to see how we can run campaigns, um, how we can make the agents successful. Now, we do have a couple other clients who are referrals from my insurance agents. My my sister owns a bakery, or my brother-in-law owns a car dealership, yep. or my cousin owns whatever. Um, would you be able to help them out as well? And we do. We we do if they're a referral, but we don't market in any other any other any other industry except for the insurance industry. It makes us um, really smart in our craft. And it really makes us to understand the industry, which, of mm. course, we know, you know, just um, 
if you don't pay your insurance bill, you can't write about insurance posts. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it takes a little bit of knowledge to write about insurance and, uh, and to be knowledgeable about the coverages. So um, it's, you know, it's, it's an industry that you kind of have to be smart in. It's not, um, yeah. it's not as easy as taking a picture of a pizza and saying, come down to the, come down tonight, you know, two for four or whatever. We really have to be smart and knowledgeable in, in our campaigns and in our writing. I love it. I love it. So what type of uh, reporting, how do people know that they're getting a good response? I know there's always people who ask for quotes through either Facebook, through your, your DMs or your messaging or whatever. Or maybe people might verbally say, hey, I saw you on Instagram or something. But how do people know before they even get to that point? Because I think that takes a little bit of time. That takes a little bit of awareness. It takes a little bit of multiple levels of exposure. What type of reporting or how do you, how do they know that it's working um, while they work with you? That's a good question. So we provide monthly reports. Um, it's not through a dashboard. We go in and we find the data and we we, we send it to you in a Word document, uh, mainly because we found that the insurance agents don't have time to go in and log into a dashboard, one more additional dashboard and go look at the data. So we provide um, information based on reach, impressions, all of that good stuff throughout the, throughout the time. Um, and I'll just say like why we want the insurance agencies to grow. That's the main point. It is a marketing effort. So sometimes, you know, it's 2022. We got to be consistent on social media platforms. So while I am a big proponent of growth and ROI and getting the phone to ring, it's also about the relationship that we have with the agent that they know that they need social media. They know that they're taken care of and they know that they can count on us to deliver. Um, and whether that's focusing on customer retention or that's fo focusing on growth, whether that's just saying, hey, it's summertime and we're like, at the golf course or we're boating and we're on vacation and I need to pull back a little bit, but that doesn't mean I want my, I don't want everything to go away. We need to be consistent. So I think that's one thing that we really strive to do is to have a personal relationship with the agency to understand what are your goals? What, what are we trying to accomplish this month? Is it to get more Google reviews? Because we could just spend, we could put out, schedule the content and then our home focus for that month might be to just to get more Google reviews. And that's that's our goal for the month. It might be to run a campaign. It might be to, to really just say, hey, I'm sponsoring the 4th of July fireworks. And that's what I want everybody in the community to know, that I am a sponsor of the, of the community fireworks. And that's not going to drive in any sales, but it's marketing. So I think as long as you have communication with your agent about the goals that they're trying to, to, to achieve, um, it really makes a wonderful relationship that it's not always about, you're going to see a growth every single month by the phone ringing. And if I don't get a phone ring and somebody says that they, they saw my ad on Facebook, then Facebook is, you know, social media isn't working for me. I think that's a very blindsided approach to looking at reporting. It's about looking at the data and understanding and then understanding the goals. And are we delivering on those goals, making the goals realistic? Yeah, no, and I agree with that. And you work with your clients to help them know what they're looking at, right? So that that way they can 
they can get a little smarter, right? Because I don't know what I'm looking at when I look at all those all those demographics and all of that. I, I don't know what I'm looking at. Like that, I'm in insurance. I'm not in social media. So mm-hmm. you help you help agents to know kind of what it is that they're looking for specifically to know when they're really seeing success, correct? That's right. Yep. So if we were going to run a campaign, we would say, okay, from this campaign, we hope to get five calls this month. Um, okay, this is everything that we did. Okay, did we get five calls this month or how many calls did we get? And then from there, go on to the next item. I love it. I love it. Now, how do you, how do you, how often do you post for the agency owners or for the agencies? How often do you get out there? I mean, I know that you mentioned earlier, consistency is key when it comes to social media. How often do you suggest, or do you have different packages that have different levels of frequency or what is kind of a frequency that you usually recommend for people to make sure that they're posting? We do. We usually post 15 times per month um, on the social media platforms. That's about every other day. And then um, for our packages and pricing, it's listed on our website at littledogsocialmedia.com. You can go there and view our pricing and packaging. Um, I think the amount that we post is good throughout the month. However, if you have an event or you have something that's additional throughout the month that you're attending, or there's a weather-related event that we need to prepare for, like a hurricane or a snowstorm or frozen pipes or anything like that, those additional posts throughout the month are items that we just throw in as well. So that's just oh, nice. marketing and that's just, we don't charge you extra if there's a tornado coming and or a hurricane coming and we need to alert our people about, you know, preparedness and then claims afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's when, that's when social media really needs to be out there, right? Because not everybody has the opportunity or the need necessarily immediately to be able to call their, you know, their agent, but at the same point, they need to make sure that they have that access and that those resources in there with their, to be able to reach on out directly to their agency owner and be able to get that information. I love that. I love that. Well, excellent. Well, you know what, Danielle, if people want to reach out to you, be a part of Little Dog Media and be able to get more information, tell me a little bit about how they can reach out to you. Absolutely. So, of course, they can visit our website, littledogsocialmedia.com. They can email me. My email is just danielle at teamwillets.com. They can, of course, hit me up on LinkedIn or on Facebook and anywhere else that they can find me, I guess, but, or myself, 301-876-3779, giving you all the digits. All the digits. I love it. (laughs) All the digits. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. You have been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And I know that you do help out quite a few people that I know specifically, which is how we got connected with the, um, all the wonderful things that go on with social media for a lot of agency owners out there. So thank you so much. Everybody, this has been another amazing, powerful episode of Amazing Powerful Women in Insurance. And thank you so much for joining us. We do have a new episode every single Wednesday. Make sure that you reach out, connect with us, connect with our guests, and make the world a better place for the next generation to come. Everybody, I'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. 
Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.